Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, everybody? It is Thursday, August 31st, 2017, and you're checking in with Blaze and Ride backstage. I would like to welcome the shot to my batter and wah, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, man? Man, are you there? Man, can you hear me, man? Can you hear me, man? Oh, there you are. There you are. Oh, my God, man. What's going on, man? <laughs> man, we, we cannot catch a break. We cannot catch a break with no, the start cannot, of the show, man. but... As as our friend Vinny says, it's part of the charm of the show is how uh, disorganized the beginning always is. But uh, don't get any ideas there. Though. Yeah. Then we must be very charming. I mean, this is one of the best <laughs> disorganized shows of all time. That's right. That's right. So what's going on with you, man? What's what's happening in the world of Wikimon, man? Not much, man. The last two weeks have been awful. I don't know what's going on. It's, be, it's like a pattern now. I think it's just gotten worse and worse, especially at work. You know, oh, mm. my gosh. I, I just can't wait for three-day weekend coming up. You know, and then we get that. And then I uh, I don't know if you got it, but we get that text from Major about the goddamn uh, the suits, the tuxes, man. This is just uh, it's never ends. It's like this is a this is a 10-year fucking nightmare, man, with the with Major and the Jesus. Oh my God! <laughs> Would you call it our ten-year nightmare? Yeah, it's like a ten-year nightmare. It never ends. This, this nightmare is going to be forever. It's a lifelong nightmare. It's like we'll never wake up out of this. It's like uh, every other day, I'm afraid I'm gonna, about that text about the tux because I know I'm not going to get it till the last minute. I'm not going to get it till like <laughs> the, the day before. That's probably because I'm in denial and I don't really want to go, but I have to go. <laughs> Do you know? Do you know that um, the that I looked up like where the whatever tux company he's using? I looked up my zip code or whatever, and the closest one is in New Jersey. I'm supposed to go all the way out to Jersey to get measured for this tux. Do you have one by Major you? Tuxes are always the most difficult fucking tuxes I've ever seen. Well, what, That's what true. Remember last time? Last time I got my money back yeah. from Maine's warehouse? Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yes! Wasn't that guy trying to grope you? I thought he was trying to grope you when he was measuring you. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Anthony. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. No God. good. <laughs> yeah, because no, he worked no on uh, the Stefano for mayor. Um, but, uh, yes, yes, Anthony was the, the pink shirt, right? The pink shirt. 
Yeah, I think so. And uh, it was uh, it was awkward. And uh, he, you know, uh, Andrew Mandrew, um you just said you don't want to go, and I was gonna I was gonna tell you I'm indifferent, and then you say you don't want to go. You just come up and say it. Um, but uh, <laughs> he he. So I so you know as okay so what happened with Jesus's wedding and one day we'll do a show where we talk about every single detail that happened but it, it will take about yes. a year to record that so a year yes the, absolutely yeah the the thing is though that there are a lot of parallels between Jesus's wedding and Andrew's old wedding and Andrew's upcoming wedding and Jesus's wedding and the um. One of the parallels is that the people that we planned Jesus's wedding with uh, sent out doodle polls. So, and I know that you always said you were going to send one of them doodle polls out. So I was like, "Well, let me do it." And I tried to send yeah. it from a doodle thing, but they wouldn't. It, it doesn't. They don't do polls for free. I think you need to pay for doodles. So I did a Google poll. And tell me what was your reaction when you got the Google poll of the bachelor party? Oh my God! I saw it. I was like. Did we just, you know, uh, rewind to, uh, te- you know, six years ago to the damn doodle pole for Jesus' party that we didn't even <laughs> use? We didn't even use that damn doodle pole. Remember that? <laughs> All the Yaleys thought it was a grand idea to use the doodle pole. <laughs> oh, my God. Those damn Yaleys. Terrible. Was that really six years ago? I thought it was more like two or three years ago. Oh, God. I don't know. It's just uh, it's all melding <laughs> together. It's all... It's all one big freaking nightmare, one pile of nightmare, Jimmy. It's uh, oh, Major, I think. I and think here's he the other thing. I think Major torturing. He's torturing us. <laughs> yeah, out of all the cities in the world to have the wedding in, he chose to have it in Atlanta, where we experienced our most miserable wedding ever. And oh, I hate Atlanta. I hate Atlanta. I hate it. Whenever I hear of Atlanta now, I just, I just hate it. It's the worst city. In the world, I hate it. Yes, you're right. That's the big parallel. Uh, it's all about Atlanta. It's terrible. And I think, it, it's, uh, well, at least it's not in the summer. It's going to be 107 degrees. But, gosh, Atlanta is terrible. Well, the other thing that's weird about it is Jesus uh, calling, you know, calling me every other Thursday or something. And and then, you know, most of the time I won't pick, <laughs> won't pick up. But then um, <laughs> there was that. There was that one time when we actually connected, and then, you know, the last time he called, I tried calling him back. But the first time we talked, he starts talking to me about all this stuff to do down there. He even well, – never mind. But I'm thinking, okay, uh, he's in, you know? And then he tells me, yeah, I'm not sure I can do it. After we already had the conversation about places to go. And like, I don't think I can do it. And, and now, apparently, he's not in it at all. And Andrew was like, yeah, that sounds like an excuse. And I'm sure it is because he's talking about, oh, Amy has a busy week that week, and it's busy week. Uh, I mean, it's far in the future enough to get a babysitter and, and stuff like that. So right. I don't know what he's doing. But you know what? Now that I'm talking about it, I feel like we should have done what he's doing. Yes, I, I agree with you, actually. So, so wait a minute. <laughs> I'm confused. He, he called up thinking, I think, I, I think he called you up thinking that he was going to be in the wedding, right? And he wasn't. And therefore, he's backtracking That's what I out thought. of it. I don't get it. He wants uh, to, like, be an honorary. I, feel bad. I don't know why he's not part of the wedding. He, he, he was part of the wedding last time. I mean, you know, come on. I I, I think we got to do a doodle poll to get 
introduced into the wedding party. We'll have a vote. Ooh, that's, we'll have everyone vote on that's it. A good, that's a great idea. Um, and, I think Major you know, would fact, love it. I, I think he would love it. Listen to how bad this wedding is uh, shaping up to be. We have complained about Jesus and his wedding more than anything else, and we are desperate for him to be in this upcoming wedding. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Now that I think of it, oh, my God, it must be that bad. I mean, we got, we got some terrible <laughs> people going to this wedding. Jeremy, Jeremy yes. Andrews. And, uh, and Willa Coast. Slow-mo going? Yes, well, well, allegedly, ah. allegedly, well, of course, is in it this time. But remember, he backed out last time, and Andrew's like, "Oh, he's he's been a good friend. He's calmed down a bit." No, he hasn't. People like that don't calm down. No, he backed out. He was in Connecticut. You think he's gonna come to Atlanta? No way. Well, I don't I think, think he's. I think, I think he's he shocked if he showed up. I think he lives actually somewhere weird now, like Utah or Kansas or something. Flomo. Oh, God, good. Good. <laughs> By the way, for anyone who does, hasn't heard us talk about Wellicose Flomo before, uh, he one time <laughs> went into his English teacher's uh, high school classroom, and not during the period that he was meant to have him, and he said, if you give me an A, I will join the care, care, care. And um, I asked him, what, uh, what made you say that? And he said, I was black, he was white. And uh, obviously, you know, uh, I mean, this day and age, uh, you know, now, 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 it's, now maybe he should say stuff like that to his English teacher. I don't know. But um, at the time, it was insane. And here's the text. Okay, so to plan Andrew's wedding, this is what I texted him the other day. Um, so he's telling me about the Falcons game. I send out that Google poll, and nobody responds except you, if that was even you. And then two more people eventually respond. Jeremy <laughs> says he can't go because he's a – what? Yeah, that what? was me, mate. Jeremy's not going? No, so Jeremy says he booked his travel arrangements or whatever for the next day. So anyway, I texted Andrew Mandrew yes- – oh, this was just yesterday. And I said – What's up, Manus? I put up a poll for all these chocolates in terms of Falcons game. Only three responses. Weeks would be in. Jeremy is out and is a sucker MC Republican. And a third person said too rich for, too rich for their blood. I can't see who's voting uh, what way, but weeks uh, in, Jeremy out, and another can't afford. So what you want to do with that information, we could go to the game just you, me, and Weeks, or we can try doing some other stupid shit with this horrendous collection of groomsmains you have assembled. <laughs> Up to you, Maine is Maine. You said that? You said that? <laughs> I said it. I can send you the screenshot. Yeah, so I said, or we can try doing some some other stupid shit with this horrendous collection of grooms mains you have assembled up to you, <laughs> man. It's mine. <laughs> You're my hero. That's amazing. I can't yeah, That's awesome. That's so good. That and then he amazing. wrote back. Uh, did he respond? He wrote, yeah, he wrote back, ha ha, I, man, I'll figure something out. And I said, all right, homie. 
And then later he says, I mean, there's a place called Top Golf Atlanta. We could do some mini golf, chill back, play games, etc. And I responded, sounds miserable, good enough. Uh, and <laughs> then I said, <laughs> and then I said, joke, Sam, jokes, because then I felt kind of bad, um, even though it's, I'm sure it's going to be miserable. And he said, ha, it's a dope place. And I said, sounds good. So I think that, you know, we've gotten out of spending 100 bucks on the Falcons game. So at least that's maybe a small victory. Oh, that's great. That's great. I yeah. think that, that poll really uh, it did it, the Google poll. Thank you. I have to say, I, <laughs> my hat's off to you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I, and uh, go, mini golfing doesn't sound too bad. It doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> yeah. It sounds almost like what Andrew's first bachelor party should have been, kind of. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you know, the karaoke was great, though, but uh, we made you left so early. Jeremy ruined it. Jeremy ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, oh, I remember. Jeremy was the curfew, the timekeeper, and uh, I remember Mac, you know, my Irish friend Mac, he was there because we had that last ticket, and uh, and I uh, I got, like, a Facebook notification about, like, oh, you took this picture on this day with, with Mac, so I sent it to him in the WhatsApp app, and he wrote back, um, ah, yes, that was a great day. Still don't know why people like baseball so much. And I said, baseball is terrible, and that day was awful. Very dark, dark day. (laughs) And I said it after you left. All of us were sitting around the circle somber in that bar, and Julian saying they're going to get a divorce, and, you know, and they did eventually. (laughs) Is is Julian going to come to the wedding? And Julian, you know, uh, not Julian. But uh, Jay and uh, Scott, are these guys going to come? No well, good? why not Julian? Why not Julian? Is Julian coming to the wedding? No, no, because I, I, I repeated. Uh, is Julian coming too? I hope Julian uh, comes. I mean, I, I want all of them to come. The main. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, the only thing that makes me think maybe they are coming is because he's, when I said who's going to the Falcons game, and he says there's seven of us in the bachelor party, but whatever other mains want to go. And I'm thinking in my head, oh, God, I've I got to order more tickets of people who haven't even confirmed. So, anyway, it's a good thing that didn't happen because I would be in a big heap of debt. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Jay, I mean, Jay didn't even go to Don's bachelor party. Well, yeah, him. I mean, That's I don't know. I, I think he. I think they're all invited, but yeah, I mean, Jay, I don't trust to throw a a, a knife into the river, or whatever the phrase is. <laughs> is Jay married? He's not married, is he? I don't think so. He's not right. Okay. <laughs> it's just Murphy, I mean, we haven't. Right? And, and uh, Jesus. You good? Wait, what? Oh yeah, he's huge, and he's, uh, he's got a kid like Caterpillar, right? Caterpillar, is that her name? <laughs> Calliope. You know what? Didn't I? I think I met another Calliope recently. Or no, no, no. I was when when I was in Colorado. You know, when I broke my nose and I had to run in with the police and my shorts ripped and it was just an awful trip. The uh, that's when I met Jackie and Kim's baby, and her name is. Um, what her name is Adelina, and I kept on calling her Calliope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Both a terrible name. God, a terrible name. 
awful. Adelina? Oh, God. Eliope? <laughs> That's not very oh. nice. No. Well, when no, not, when Jackie's no. sister told me that the name was going to be Adelina, I thought she said Natalina. So I go, oh, Natalina? And she said, no, oh, my God, how could you say that? That's a ridiculous name. I'm, like, I'm just added one letter to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I do like Natalina better than Adelina. To be honest with you, Natalina. So, <laughs> it's uh, it, it rolls. It's so much better. It rolls off the tongue. It makes more sense. Natalina. Natalina. Yeah. Well, Natalina. What's wrong with Adelina? <laughs> What's wrong with it? What's wrong with Adelina? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds sounds too much like Adderall. You know, or you know, it's just <laughs> terrible. Adelina. Adelina. It's just bad. <laughs> Adelina. I don't like it. I just That's don't like not. it. I don't like it. That's not very nice. In case I ever share this episode with these people, I love the name. And uh, that's um, You know, on... In truth, I, so, like, I like the name Adelina, but Natalina's better. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't understand what the big difference was. The name was almost identical, and Diana flipped out on me. But I tell you what, uh, on Saturday I went to... Um, so, so you must have seen I went to the, uh, the Counting Crows and Matchbox 20 show. Yeah, back to good five. Yes, <laughs> they did that song. They did that song, and I, I, I took a little video of it. Uh, but I wanted to. Did they really? The, uh, yeah, they they did that song, and and I I just I haven't heard that song, uh, you know, live in such a long time. It was it really brought me back. But I um I went and I wanted to do the Matchbox Twenty meet and greet, uh, but it was like a thousand dollars. And I already met Counting Crows last year, but but I wanted a front row ticket, so I I ended up getting the Counting package, which was cheaper and had a front row ticket. And uh, I um uh I had a different I had a Uniqlo shirt on, and I very nearly went in with the Uniqlo shirt on. But then I'm like, well, I don't know. I think I'd be more comfortable in the Panic shirt. And it's also the venue where I met Panic last year. So in the car, I took a, a reach around rental car in there. And then I, in the car, I I switch the shirt to the Panic Planned Parenthood lim, limited shirt, and I go, um, and and then I'm in line, and I see this guy behind me, and I'm like, oh shit, shit, you know, is it disrespectful to to wear a different band shirt? But I see this guy behind me, and he's wearing a Red Hot Chili Pepper shirt, so I turn to him, I'm like, oh, thank goodness, and he was like, yeah, I was wondering too, um, but then what happens is I'm thinking, oh, let me turn this into the conversation that I have with them. Because last time I was like gushing, you're my favorite band. I gave Adam Duritz a list of all the concerts I've been to, starting with New Haven and the Palace Theater back in 1996. Um, so uh, I, uh, this time, just uh, was like, ooh, I'll use it as a conversation piece. And it turned out that he brought it up right. anyway. So as I'm walking up, I go third. I'm the third in line to go meet and greet them after the sound check. And I, uh, I go up and Adam... I shake his hand, you know, the guy with the dreads, and he says, hey, man, how are you? Cool, he, cool shirt. And I said, thank you. Uh, and then I turned to him and I said, you know, before we took the picture, I said, is it bad etiquette to wear a different uh, band shirt? And it was kind of a very Larry Davidy moment, actually, now that I think about it. And uh, he, said, um, uh, he said, no. And then the guy next to me, the drummer, goes, you're out of here. And he, like, shows me the door. But then we take the picture, and then afterwards, Adam to me and says, uh, I've never worn a Counting Crow shirt to a single meet and greet, so you're good. And I laughed, and I walked away. And it was a nice little <laughs> moment. And um, 
then the rest of the night, you know, it was it was cool. What was weird about it was that um, Kyle from Matchbox 20 was also in the opening band. So he his opening band, it oh, was wow. him and this woman, Rivers and Rust. So he really played two sets and did a meet and greet in between, uh, which I was afraid to go to because I was afraid to lose my spot up against the front barricade there. Um, but uh, I asked this guy behind me to take a picture of me because I'm, I, you know, I went by myself. I knew no one else was going to pay for this shit. So I, I uh, went by myself and um, the right. uh, I asked the guy behind me to get a picture, you know, of me with counting in the background. And uh, it, right. he takes pictures. Terrible, terrible pictures he starts taking. And so um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, there is this woman next to me who, you know, I've seen counting 19, 20 times. And I asked her how many times she had seen it. 92. 92 times. What? She has seen them. No 92. Way. Yeah, 92. And I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking, I feel like this woman, having seen the band 92 times, would take a better picture than this guy behind me, who was more there for Matchbox 20 yeah. and the other band, anyway. And so the thing is, though, she had some some issues and I was afraid to ask her given the issues what? she had some well for one she she danced very badly I mean you know horrible dancing um, and it, it and she had some she had some problems and so I'm thinking should I was too afraid I was too afraid to ask her. She's a nice woman, but she had some problems. I was too afraid to ask her. And then um, after a while, I just, like, I, I got up the courage, and I'm like, hey, can you take a picture? So she takes my camera, and she takes a picture, and it is horrendous. It is way worse than the guy behind <laughs> me who already took a really bad picture. So even seeing the band 92 times does not give you good eye in terms of photography. Um, but the show was great, and uh, uh, counting was great as always, and then Matchbox. Matchbox really just, they closed the show. And I, I, I have not seen a band other than counting close a counting show since they co-headlined with Maroon 5 that, the, and one of those times, and, and the night that we went, Maroon 5 closed. But other than that, I haven't seen a counting show where counting didn't close until now. And uh, it was... Um, so that was a little weird, uh, but it, it made sense. And it was like the Matchbox. I mean, uh, Rob Thomas, such a great performer. Also, Matchbox, uh, not going to lie, aging a lot better than counting is aging. You know, the thing is, though, is in their 40s and counting's in their 50s. But I mean, you know, Rob Thomas is in great oh. shape and most of the, I mean, whereas uh, counting just, uh, you know, kind of old. But, um, but I, I got to tell you, Weeks. I don't think they're my favorite band anymore. Oh, County? Yeah. Really? Are you serious? I know who is. I, I, I got to tell you. It's, it's got to be Brandon. <laughs> Who's that? It's got yep. to be Brandon Urine yep. and Panic and Zisco. <laughs> oh, my God. You are. You are. Who? Uh, I'm going to say, who wears a Panic and the Disco shirt to a concert? Do it then it's not the same band. You are obsessed with Panic. You're the Panic fanboy. <laughs> well, I, that, half of that was completely incoherent. I have no idea what you just said. But, 
I heard Panic, and I heard Brandon Urine and Fanboy. And you know what? When people who were in kinky boots with him, when they tweet at him, sometimes they'll say Brandon Brandon Yearly or something, and they'll intentionally misspell his name because I guess that's what some people call him or that's what – I don't know. It's an inside joke or something. But um, I do miss knowing where he was going to be at all times. I do miss that for sure. Uh, but um, – but yeah, panic, man. Because you know what? I don't know what it is, man. Counting really used to speak to me a lot more than because recently it's been more like um, they haven't really changed the show up much in the last several years. Right. And it used to be, it used to always be different. And uh, I mean, it is still always different. And Adam's still an amazing performer, and his voice sounds better every year. But there's, it's just like I don't know. There's some songs they keep doing that maybe I want to hear something else instead and and it's just right. like this the show seems too similar over the last few years and uh i think panic has surpassed them and and the thing is panic is just brendan you know he's he is the only so my favorite band really is just brendan yuri right right i think there's a lot to say about that i think there's a a certain useful energy to panic versus other bands and uh i don't see counting pros i'm i'm not a huge fan but uh I know, I you know neither Matchbox, but I respect both. Uh, no, they're 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 the '90s, man. They're the you know the the quintessential '90s, and the uh, Panic is the new stuff, the, the new cool in stuff. And uh, I think that could be it. They're trendy, and uh, you know, how about your other boys? You're uh, one of those guys. Uh, there's some week AJR. You know, those are, those oh, are trendy too. So. Yeah, you uh, you know, you've got new taste. You developed over time, and you, you're more trendy in that regard. But it doesn't mean you can't still love County Crows and Matchbox. They're still still great kids, you know. Yeah, yeah. I still I oh, will good? always love Counting. You know, I'll always love them. I just don't know that they do it for me quite like Panic does anymore. Um, but uh, oh, what's your reaction to the rest of that story with the lady next to me and, and all that stuff and the and the, and the conversation about the t-shirt and all that. Oh, I love it. I think, uh, I think it was funny that the, uh, the guy next to you, uh, who had the red hot chili peppers, uh, shirt that knew right away what you're talking about. And, uh, it's, it's great that the County Crows were, were cool with it. And it was a topic of conversation. Sounds like a great band, great kid. And that lady stinks. I mean, she, she has a lot of issues. She can't even take a photo. <laughs> She's been to the concert 92 times. I mean, what's what's going on? She, you know, this ninety third time, she can just stand still one second and take a good damn photo. This lady's terrible. Ninety two shows, you still can't take a good photo. Uh, listen, I think with her, uh, and I knew this in asking her that there there was a potential yeah. issue with her being able to um, take a photo holding a phone. Um, but Why? I thought that the 92 times uh, really would have um, canceled that out, but I, I guess it didn't. Right. No, it didn't. It's, it's strange, too, because you think 92 times, you got plenty of Don't experience. Don't talk radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Um, 
You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Blog You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk. What's going on, Cyberman? Radio Talk Blog Q now. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. You're now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Radio Talk Blog now you in. And it's Ella herself. Motherfucking oh, Tyler you? Perry. Yeah, what's she Now, do? it's nice that Tyler oh. Perry wanted to give a, mil- give a million dollars to help the Texas flood victims. But he's also giving 250000 to his good old friend, Joel Osteen, who he felt was totally misunderstood. Joel good. Osteen, who will not say anything about gay politics, because it's not in the scriptures that he believes. Doesn't doesn't he have enough money that he doesn't need Tyler Perry's donation? One would think, but I think yeah. he might be Tyler Perry's butt boy. Because, oh, I see. because unlike Liberace, I don't think it would stand up in a court of law that Tyler Perry's not a butt boy. So you oh. think Liberace, you think that Tyler Perry is gayer than Liberace? Well, hello. <laughs> okay. Hello. <laughs> and you know those uh, religious nuts that like protest too much. Mm-hmm. And oh. she yeah. sure is a pretty little thing, Miss Miss Olstein. I guess. And... Yeah. <laughs> and who's your Big old second hot mess? My second hot mess has got to be Sweet Jesus. Did you see the VMAs the other night? No, I didn't watch. No, I didn't watch you. Well, it what is worth watching just to see Lord not perform one of her newest songs, but instead oh. dance. Dance like she's Nell down by the water. <laughs> Nell want dance. Nell want dance. Nell want dance. For the entire song, she hopped around and did a stupid little dance. Go Lord. Yeah. Oh Lord. She was dancing like Nell. Nell want dance. 
Nail's going to blow like the wind. Blow like a wind, Nail. Damn. Damn. Blow, like blow like the wind. Damn. Blow like a tree going to dip and bend. Blow talk radio. Blow talk. <laughs> and who's your final hot mess, Tyre? My final hot mess is the poor son of a bitch who I'm sure has already been reamed up by his wife. He's one of the online coaches up in the booth for the Ohio State-Indiana football game that's on right now. And they were talking about some of the coaches up in the booth. And so they decided to flash up there and show them. And this guy was picking his nose so goddamn hard, he had the feeling he was trying to clean it up for a dance. (laughs) He was trying to make enough space so that Lord could get up in there and dance like the wind. <laughs> he had his his finger like disappeared to the first fucking knuckle up his goddamn nose. And he's the person in the foreground on TV. That poor son of a bitch is going to be everywhere tomorrow. Maybe he was practicing what he's going to do on Joel Austin. Oh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, and before we move on jokes, Sire, what, what's going on with you? You were j- nice enough to take me to that awful play we saw, so I appreciate that very much. Ooh. Yeah, you didn't want to leave when I did. See? That'll <laughs> cheat you. Oh. Well, I had so to see how it you. would end. Uh, and uh, were you thrilled? I don't remember. No, I don't I remember how it ended. I think the exciting part of the thing, though, is that we happened to be there on Blind people bring your fucking farting, snoring, scrunching dog day. <laughs> yeah. We, there were so we many blind people there around. We were in the second row, and there was a dog two rows behind us that <laughs> farted, snored, <laughs> grumbled, growled, and then farted again. It was like the winds of Krakatoa in there during the show. <laughs> there were blind people and dogs all over the theater. <laughs> and do you remember you told you t- remember that lady behind us was asking like, has it started? Has it started? And oh right, has it started? Has it started? I can't, yes. I can't hear anything. I can't hear anything. And then we found out <laughs> she was one of the blind ones. <laughs> right. You I was like, so close to turning around and saying it hasn't fucking started yet. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I was like, it's a good thing you didn't say anything because she couldn't like, see shit. I was so close to like saying it hasn't fucking started yet, lady. Can't you see? <laughs> but can you imagine that week? It was me and Fogarty in the second row in just a sea of blind people and seeing eye dogs, yeah. and some of the dogs couldn't even remember where the seats were. Oh, no, that, that one dog that walked that bitch right into the... <laughs> he walked it right into the side of the, the aisle, coming back from the from, from the intermission. Fucking took her right into the oh, row seat. He almost busted her ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that dog's name was Shithead. <laughs> yeah. It was certainly more entertaining than what was up on the stage. Booyah! <laughs> oh. 
I can't even remember what it was now. It was so it was so lackluster and non yeah. non memorable. Yeah, I don't remember either. Except it was like time time warping things going on. What the hell was it? Look. Oh, and the thing that gets me is it's been called a hit of the season. It got really good reviews. I'm like, uh, really? Crazy. Yeah. All right, Don't I know we're it. properly The best drugs now, rule the world. No, the best drugs rule the world. You do that every time. Radio. You're now in the queue. <laughs> Rock, talk, radio. <laughs> that was the dog two rows behind us. And in one of the, the quietest moments you hear. <laughs> there was a lady to my right who was so angry that some guy was snoring, but it turned out it was a dog and farted. It was the fucking dog. <laughs> because then the dog farted and woke up. <laughs> and the guy on the other side of the aisle from us kept looking at me like it was me. I'm like, uh, no, I'm pointing behind. Just because I'm a fat fuck doesn't mean I'm sitting here snoring and farting and belching. It was like the largest German shepherd you've ever seen, Weeks, crammed into this seat next to the lady in the theater. You couldn't make this shit up. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, I wish I was there. (laughs) Good. Yeah, the dog woke up snoring from snoring by fighting. It woke itself up. (laughs) You know what that happened to me once? That happened to me when we went to Nikki Katuferis' wedding in Albany. Uh, I was sharing a hotel room with uh, Dusnik and Miriam. And I was still drinking at the time, so uh, I guess what had happened was, was in the middle of the night, well, I, I went into the bathroom, and, she, and Miriam was sleeping in the bathtub. And then the next morning, uh, they tell me, Dusnik was like, she didn't want to bring it up, and Dusnik was like, no, I've lived with him before. I have never heard you snore like that before. And I was like, oh, my God, I was snoring. And he said, yeah, for a long time. And then you finally stopped, stopped snoring, and you were like, oh, thank God. And then you just started farting. <laughs> yeah. There was not one end, just the other. I was once on tour <laughs> in my dancing days, and we used to drink a shitload back then. We'd finish performing and then find out whoever had hashish in the town that we were in. And smoke and then drink until the bars closed, and then we'd go home. Well, we were on the Isle of Sicily in Palermo in a lovely old hotel that was all marble. There is banging on my door at about 3 o'clock in the morning. Apparently, I was snoring so loud, and because it was all marble, it it was like a spiral staircase up to the rooms. It was echoing throughout the entire fucking hotel. They were getting complaints from the top floor, the bottom floor, everywhere. Yes. Yes, the Tina Costa. 
Jimmy Kilkos. <laughs> how did yep, you remedy it was that? Me. Did, you, did, you, did you not go back to sleep? Uh, yeah, and I'm probably sure I snored some more. <laughs> That's one of the reasons I I just I really dread taking long flights because I won't sleep because uh-huh. I know I will be that asshole that you know in the middle of the flight. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah. And it's definitely worse when you're drinking. Yeah, for sure. And then it's quadruply worse when you're a fat fuck. And sick. Maybe if you have a cold or something, it's way worse, or, or allergies. Well, any time that your regular breathing is, you know, hampered, which weight will do and liquor will do and trying to sleep standing on your head will do. and <laughs> That's a whole other story for another night. <laughs> okay. Kick us off, Tommy boy. Okie doke. Well, this is sad. Port Arthur, Texas, Mayor Derek Freeman posted on Facebook Wednesday morning that his whole city is underwater because of the hurricane, Hurricane Harvey. The punchline for this year ago would have been, boy, I wish George W. Bush was around. But now... And I really just said this about a week ago. I really wish yeah. George W. Bush was around. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man, we had no idea how good we had it with him. <laughs> I, oh. I mean, at least he was a comedian of sorts. You don't think Trump is a comedian? Uh, not intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Listen, I still... I still cannot stand George W. Bush. He caused a lot of suffering that didn't need to happen, but uh, it was better than this. I mean, like what? In the scheme of things. Like what, what? No good? Like what? What suffering? What? Uh, hundreds of thousands of troops being killed over a war we shouldn't have been in. Yeah, but that goes Whoa. back to his dad started that shit, and Clinton had time to get us out, but didn't. He's the one who waged war in Iraq in response to 9-11, though. That was a separate war with his dad. Yeah, but those people were already bound for there. We were still Listen. desert storming. <laughs> Listen, I would rather him go kill a bunch of people again than have Donald Trump in the White House right now. Oh, no, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. By comparison, it's not. I know weeks. You can go out for a sandwich while we just discuss this now. <laughs> no, because then he'll go eat it on the toilet. You can take a Trump break. I am. I'm on the toilet right now. Trump. You can go tweet on the tweet on the pot. Yeah. He's a pot tweeter. Oh yeah. I'm a pot tweeter. Tweeter pot. Okay, Weeks, you're up. White House officials White House officials said President Trump would talk tax reform in his speech yesterday and warned Americans they should not expect specifics. They said to expect <laughs> hijinks and tomfoolery. So now we need you for Blood Talk Radio. <laughs> the best Trojan rule the world. <laughs> With 
The iPhone 8 coming out next month. Rumored new features include 3D facial recognition to unlock your phone and make payments, reconfigured cameras for better augmented reality apps, and the phone can now serve as your own personal bidet. Yeah! What? Yeah! That's phenomenal, yeah, Tommy boy. What? You got that one right, Tommy boy. To begin with, 3D facial recognition. I, wait, I, just, I, can, I can see it now. At some point, Siri's going to go, you're one ugly fuck, aren't you? <laughs> Ooh, I wouldn't go out tonight because you ugly... <laughs> you are now in the queue. <laughs> okay. George Clooney told the Associated Press this week that Donald Trump is in over his head and incapable of being president. Then he put on a rubber bat suit with tits and covered a friend <laughs> shift at Cedar Sinai. <laughs> Anything to get out of the house from those kids. Which he now now it comes out he's, he apparently said he's deathly afraid of children. It's a little fucking late for that now, isn't it? <laughs> Yikes! Can you imagine how despised he would be if he leaves her over kids? They have Ooh. more than one. I thought they just had the that one. That would be they the end to him. Kid. That would be the end to him. Didn't they have twins? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they had. Oh. She had twins. Oh. Yeah, that seems to be all the rage now. You can go in and, you know, genetically modify what you're doing and instant family. Whoa. Well, yeah. you either die the hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's right. Not me in my back suit with me tits. Long <laughs> talk radio. Initially... The media reported President Trump's Secretary of Defense, James Mattis, would freeze the president's ban on transgender troops in the military. However, SecDef Mattis released a statement this week saying the department will carry out the implementation of the ban at the president's direction. Uh, I love Mattis. He's got bull, that guy. I guess. I don't know. It seems like he's rolling <laughs> over, though. He's got balls. Okay. No, because didn't he say he was going to wait for a, for, a, for a report? And they've already done reports. And the report said there was no fucking Ooh. problem. It's his way oh, of just okay. sort of, you know, placating him. You know, like, run yeah. along, Donald. There's more things to worry about. Uh-huh. Than me and my transies, trannies in, in the military. <laughs> hey guys, if you're looking hey. for good photography ideas <laughs> for the day, <laughs> take that one back. Oh, man, you messed me take up, it again. Boy. Hey guys, Hello. if you're looking for some good photography activities before the daylight fades, heading into autumn, you know what you can do is take pictures of the garbage. <laughs> what? This is the garbage. Reminds me of my uncle. My uncle does that in New York City. He loves the garbage. He goes around taking pictures of the garbage. 
We thought he was taking <laughs> pictures of the family, right? No. He goes around, I, he goes down dark alleyways, and he takes pictures of garbage. I saw a fabulous, like, shot for him the other day. Shit, I took it, and then I deleted it. It was outside a Chipotle and a bag of discarded rinds and seeds from avocados had busted open. And it was just these black, brown, blue, fuzzy shits all over the sidewalk. It was fabulous. <laughs> I was going to love this. Why did he you had a hard on for days. He had a hard on for days. Why would you He had a hard on. He had a hard on. Yeah. Well, speaking of garbage, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie said this week he finds Ted Cruz's response to the Hurricane Harvey disgusting. It took a hurricane for this fat fuck to realize that Ted Cruz is disgusting? <laughs> Are you fucking uh. kidding me? I think we I love we've all the fat fuck flying through the air memes. Oh, oh, here he is. Oh, God. Weeks, man. What I'm happened, back. man? I don't know what okay. happened there, man. My call got ended for no reason at all. Oh, you missed the Chris Christie Sorry, joke. What? Now, I, thought I heard some of it. That was very good. Can you say it again? No good? What? <laughs> Can you do the <laughs> the joke you just did again, Fogarty? Me? Why? Where was yeah. he? Tweeting yeah. in the toilet? Yeah, he dropped off. Okay, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, I'm signing it for you too, just in case, said this week <laughs> he finds Ted, T-E-D-C, Cruz, <laughs> R-U-Z-S, <laughs> response to Hurricane Harvey, Disgusting, me. <laughs> it took a hurricane for this fat fuck to realize the Ted T.D. Cruz. Are you the? Is there something? <laughs> what a oh crazily God. told joke! I love it. I love it. New shirt. Oh, well, sorry, that's wrong. <laughs> what do we have? Sprint. Hello? Daryl Davis has been befriending white supremacists for 30 years. <laughs> and Major is reconsidering his choice of groomsmen. I should have made this a hot mess. I was very close to doing this. Maria Sharapova won her match at the U.S. Open Monday night, and apparently no one told her it was the first fucking round. The way she (laughs) fell to her knees and prayed and shit, you would have thought she'd won the whole goddamn tournament. This is after she won a field and screamed her way to it. She just needs to be gone. I'm just so sick of that, like, petulant-looking attitude that she has and that, like, shake of that little, like, non-existent fist that she has after every, like, good pump to bolster her pump ass up. And then... And she doesn't even hit the ball. Wow. 
Yeah, she crawls <laughs> up my ass like nobody else in sports right now. You, yeah, you her, hate grunt, her. You hate her, Tommy. her grunt does to me. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you who could yeah. crawl up my ass right now. Ooh. Ooh, was it the boy? Was it the boy who beat Zverev last night? Uh, no, he was hot too. No, but yeah. I take that little nineteen-year-old, the eighteen-year-old from Canada, Shabapalo, the one who played, uh, who beat Sanga. Yeah, oh, I, I haven't seen him. You know, I was there. Child. I was there last night, but we did not see any of the Sanga match. We were, we went over. We saw Venus play the first set, and then we walked over to the grandstand and watched the uh, Zverev, uh him get beaten, which was an amazing yeah. match. And we got, you know, very close. And then we walked over, and also that boy is so hot that he was playing. And then uh, yeah. we walked Whoa. over to uh, the Wozniacki match and, and uh, watched her uh, lose the first set. So it was, uh, you know, it was good. Yeah, no, that kid is hot. And remember what I told you about thumbs? Check that motherfucker out. <laughs> which, which one, the one who played song, the Papalapalab? Yeah. Okay. She's yeah, got like she's got like a five jointed thumb. Yeah. Jesus. You do the math. Bro. Like Gavin Newsom. Huh? <laughs> like Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Roseville. And uh, I'll oh no, even more so. Yeah. It's more I like uh, Matt Hughes, the porn star. Oh okay. Oh. Uh, yeah, Gavin yeah. just has the one, the one. Oh, what am I doing? Yeah, he's got one. This kid's like got five little joints going on on that knuckle. <laughs> How many joints oh. do you think are in his penis? How many what? Oh. How many? How many joints do you think are in his penis? Ooh, just the one, baby. <laughs> oh. You not just the one. Okay, and to. Close us out. You can now listen to Maroon 5's new song, What Lovers Do, featuring SZA. But why would you? Yeah. Things are going to get. Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. Did you really just say SZA? What is yeah. it, SZA? She's SZA. Yeah, what is... yeah I, don't, I don't know what who is that it? is. She's SZA, and she is You got SZA, and you need to look up her SZA. song called Doves in the Wind, oh. Kendrick, otherwise known as the oh. Pussy Song. Oh. And, and oh, they the sing that... about the kind of pussy that you can or can't get. She's brilliant. SZA is, SZA oh, okay. is brilliant. She's like right up there with Solange for that kind of like really almost more R&B than, than hip-hop kind of. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Like yeah. neo-soul kind of thing going on? Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. Mm-hmm. SZA can mm. get it. Sizzler. And that pussy song Sizzler. is amazing. It's oh, called you know, Doves like in the Wind. My back, lick my pussy Ooh, and my crack. Like yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Ooh. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Not gonna do it. Wouldn't be prudent. Not gonna do it. <laughs> All right, sire. 
Thank you so much, Sire. We will see you next time. What else do you want to talk about? That's it. What else? What do you want to talk about, Tommy Boy? That's it. You're now in queue. You're just going to dismiss me like that? Well, what do you want to talk about? I thought you wanted to. I thought you had to go uh, watch your Mariska. Oh no, I got all that stuff on. I got all that coming. It's all coming. That's all coming. What, tidying well, people with mental queue. illness? What are you saying now? You are now in the queue. <laughs> you are not sending me to no psychiatric facility. <laughs> you are now in the queue. What? Tommy Boy. Long talk radio. You are now okay, here you go. Here you go. Here you go. You are now in the queue. Oh, sounds so beautiful and clear. Tommy boy, Tommy boy, Tommy boy. Is that the Sizzler? Yeah, it's the Sizzler. Who is that? Forrest Gump had a lot going for him. He was never without pussy. Ooh. Yes, best line in the whole song is she says, pussy can be facetious. Tommy boy, you're not know a cue. I know that's right. What, what's the rhyme with what's the rhyme after that with facetious? Who the fuck cares? Yeah. Pussy <laughs> can be so facetious. Facetious. He got the feces. Feces. And then once Kendrick starts in, she's just the refrain of saying pussy, and then finally she does one like she's calling hers. Pussy. Ah. She's the shit. And she's gorgeous. No, you got the feces on your face. Okay, I'm I'm done I'm done selling it. I'll have to go listen to uh, the SVA. I'll let you all go. I'm going to go get back in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. (laughs) You are now in the queue. Good night, sire. My, my, my. I am now in the queue for Blog Talk Radio. Good night, Wizard. Radio. Blog Talk. Blog Talk. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Oh, I thought he was gonna. I thought he. I thought he was gonna pause for like ten seconds and then come back and say you're now in the queue again, but he didn't. <laughs> this is like this is one of the best shows ever. It was it was wildly crazy, but I thought it was amazing. It was Fogarty was just featured for a it. half hour. That's longer than usual, and it's uh yeah, you know I had no idea. He, he was going crazy. I had no idea we were going to talk about that blind dog show because I hadn't realized how kind of insane it was until we just talked about it. That, that's great. That dog was farting and snoring. Everybody thought it was Tommy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. And then that other, that other dog knocked the old lady into the, the arm of the chair because we didn't know where the seats were. And Fogarty had no sympathy. He was like, that dog is a fucking idiot. And, like, just today he called him shithead or something. He hated that dog for some reason. dog made a mistake. Fine. He hates that dog. He hates Sheriff Man, he uh, sets up anger there. 
against Sharapova. Oh, that's for sure. Jeez. Well, you know, Jeez. You know, Sharapova is – the way that she behaved the other night was insane because she, you know, she, yeah. she was coming back from having uh, the doping scandal, and it was her, her first right. match back after the last, I don't know, seven months or a year or something. I think a year. And uh, and she, yeah, she, like, got down on her knees. She acted like she won the whole the, – the finals, but she, it was the first fucking round. It was ridiculous. And, and – uh, <laughs> And her, I don't know. It was insane, and I don't like her either. Uh, and but mainly the reason I can't stand her is the grunting. Her, the noise that comes out of her, is because you know there's a lot of grunting in tennis. I can handle anyone's right. but Maria Sharapova. Anyone except her. Hers is unbearable. Hers is the worst grunt since like? Monica Seles. Uh, I can't even what do it. it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, ah. can, can we get a quick? Let me see if we can get a quick uh, sound bite of it. Uh, let's see if we go here. Yeah, kind of. That's pretty good, uh, but way worse. Maria Sharapova grunt. Oh, it comes up as a suggestion. Um, oh, my oh, there's God. A whole, whole one minute of it here. Let's, what's this? Let's see. You hear, you hear this? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's annoying. Oh my God, that's annoying. That's bad. Oh my God. Wow, that's bad. I got to Oh my I God. I think we need to like, actually. I think we need. What does it sound like? Sounds like a banshee. You should get that in a clip and just play it and loop it for Tom Fogarty. He would love it. The Wizard would love it. I, I think I want to try and do it right now. Let's see if we can do it right now. Yeah. E- oh my God, it sounds terrible. Let's see if this works. All right, converting the MP3. Uh, did we have any unfinished business from before that we needed to finish? Uh, we were talking about the concerts and uh, County Crows and Matchbox, and uh, no, I don't think we have any other finished business. <laughs> any other finished business? business? Risky business. Uh, well, yeah, uh, we're, we're talking about Major's the death party, and and when he <laughs> <laughs> Major party. golf. Oh my God, Major golf. <laughs> All right, let's so see awkward. if this. It's gonna be so awkward. Well, why? Yeah, I don't know who these people are. Who the hell is Kevin Hipnansky or whatever his name is? I never heard of this person before. How's he? Uh, I don't like name? these people. I don't like them at all. No, they're terrible people. Yeah, I don't know. We're major Messi's people, but they sound terrible. I don't even know Major's brother that well. Is he a nice guy? I don't even know. Which brother, Trennis or Ron? And is that his brother or his father that I'm inviting the bachelor party? Oh, God. Trennis. How about Trennis? He's a good kid. I'm sure he's a good kid. Trennis is the only normal one. So good? Yeah, he's the yeah, only he normal yeah, one. He doesn't want... Yeah, I, from what I remember, he never wanted to be around Mayfield, so it's going to be quite hilarious. 
I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that oh, Blog Talk Radio would... I think Blog Talk Radio wouldn't even upload the grunting. Let me try this one more time. Okay. You are now in the queue. Ah! <laughs> oh. Blog Talk Radio. You are now in the queue. Fogarty went nuts, man. I think Fogarty's been, uh, been smoking something or something. I don't know. Well, that's that's nothing new. Uh, okay, I think I got it. Okay, right, here we go. Here's here's the clit. Cell phone 
and this police officer alleges he mistook James Blake, the tennis player, for a criminal, and he jumped on. He didn't identify himself as a cop or anything. He jumped on him, wrestled him to the ground, and I was just watching before the show. Wow. Watching, uh, the, the Daily Show interview with him last night, and, and it's all about, like, he has this new book, and it's all about that experience, and they played the clip, and he's like, you know, I've seen that about 200 times, and it doesn't get any less painful, and uh, and it took, like, you know, for a lot of people, it, it took something like this happening for them to realize that it actually is happening, because people, they see what happened to Michael Brown, Philando Castile, Eric Garner, and they don't really believe, but then it happens to this guy, you know, they grew up with, or this guy that they're a, a tennis fan of, James Blake, and uh, the same right. thing happens, and then it puts it in when it becomes reality to people who didn't think it was happening before. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, James, James Blake is from Connecticut, right? Sort of is. Yeah, he's from no fucking good? Fairfield. Yeah, he's from Fairfield. Uh, he's a Fairfield boy. Whatever happened to that fellow from Fairfield, or who lives in Fairfield now, that we went to his house, was that uh, a sock? What happened to a sock? Sop lives in Bridgeport, no I think, doesn't he? Does he live in Bridgeport or oh, works in Bridgeport and lives in – he either lives there or in Stanford. I don't know what ha- – he has a child okay. now. Yeah. Oh, he has a God. kid. Was, that was good, that that one paper towel championship uh, that we did. We did it at, at his house, I think, right inside his house. Remember that? Did we do it indoors? We did it indoors? I was too drunk, Yeah, I we think, did it indoors remember. a little bit. Yeah, we did it inside. Did we do it live? Yeah. Who won? We did it live. We do it live. I think that time, <laughs> I think Jesus won. Jesus or Julian, one of the, one of them. Uh, <laughs> but the, he, Jesus always had the good role. You know, he always uh, he kind of spun around and fell down on the chair. That's how he always won. I think he cheated. <laughs> oh. I think he was doping. <laughs> I think Jesus was doping. He was doping. <laughs> I thought you meant. That he had a good role, like he always plays a good role in terms of like the group dynamic. I didn't realize you meant a literal role in paper towels. He had a good role. <laughs> What's your favorite scene of season nine? My favorite scene of season nine? My favorite scene is when Amanda Bain plays a kid who is playing with a bunch of other kids and they're playing the game of baseball. Um, and it's one of those movies that's iconic in our childhood and will live on forever. And it goes a little something like this. I was going to put the ball back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth. Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> the Sultan of Swat? The King of Crash? The Colossus of Clout? The Colossus of Clout! Babe Ruth? The great Bambino? Oh, my God. You mean that's the same guy? Yes. Well, <laughs> Babe Ruth is the greatest baseball player that ever lived. People say he was less than a god but more than a man, you know, like Hercules or something. That ball you just ate to the beast is worth, well, more than your whole damn life. I don't feel so good. Give him some air. <laughs> Give him air. <laughs> Was that was that Angels in the Outfield, the Sandlot, the Rookie of the Year? What that was, was that? That was the Sandlot. That was the Sandlot. Sandlot. 
Uh, no wonder I didn't know it because I'd never seen it. i never seen The Sandlot, so go oh, ahead and yell at me. <laughs> go see it, you bum. It's a great movie. It's a great, great film. It's been too played up at this it's point. It'd be like me film. going and watching The Wire. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. It's, it's too much. It's too much. And what's your favorite scene she's the main man for Jermaine and Baines, man? My favorite scene she's the main man for Jermaine and Baines, is from Precious, based on a novel Push by Sapphire, colon, it's a movie but it's a movie that's on TV every week, and uh, it's and it's uh, a TV show. But um, Amanda Bynes, uh, she plays um, Al Gore, and she says, <laughs> she says, Jim, I'd like to interrupt here and answer that question as if it were my turn to speak. Jim, <laughs> let me tell. About a friend of mine. Her name is Etta Munson. She's 94. She's a widow living on Social Security in Sparta, Tennessee. Etta was born with only one kidney. She also suffers from polio, spinal meningitis, lung, liver, and pancreatic cancer, an enlarged heart, diabetes, and a rare form of cystic acne. Now, several recent strokes, along with an unfortunate shark attack, have left her paralyzed and missing her right leg under the knee. Just last week, she woke from a coma to find that, due to a hospital mix-up, her left arm had been amputated, infected with syphilis, and then reattached. As you can imagine, Jim, Etta's prescription drug bills are staggering. They run to nearly $113 million a day. And she tells me that some weeks she has to choose between eating and treating her Lyme disease. Now, under my plan, Etta's prescription drugs would be covered. Under my opponent's plan, her house would be burned to the ground, and that is wrong. That is just wrong, Jim. And that's my favorite scene in season, man, man, future, man, it bangs, man. Wow. Yes. That was worthy of yes. uh, Saturday Night Live. That was excellent. That was very, very well done. That was hilarious. Thank that you. was hilarious. I loved it. I loved it. Hey, what? Very good job. Wow. We, we, Weeks, why do we have callers on the line right now? Oh, my God. We have callers on the line? Let me see what's going on here. 
201, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hello. Hello. Uh, hey, hey, how's everybody doing tonight? This is uh, Jerry Adjetsky coming in from New Brunswick, New Jersey. How's everybody doing? Good, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, it's my uh, first time listening to the show, and thus far, uh, you know, it's fantastic. You guys, are, you guys are doing a good thing here. Uh, I, myself, actually have one of my friends on the line. He's an up-and-coming comedian in the New Jersey area. We're both uh, Rutgers College students right now. I was wondering if you could get him on, too. Sure. Yeah. What's uh, what, what's him on? I, I think he's calling in from Skype, so uh, it might not show up his number. Oh, okay. Let's let's wow. try. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, the Skype caller. Uh, what's your name? Where are you checking in from? Hey, guys. This is Mike Versaloni calling in from uh, Hacky Sack, New Jersey. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, good, Mike. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing great. Uh, yes, my friend Jerry uh, was telling you we're we're up and coming comedians, and uh, you know we've we've done a few shows. You know, uh, you know we we perform together, we're separate, and um, you know, yeah, we were at the Keenan um, Comedy Club the other day actually, and uh, it's it, we need some tips. I mean, you guys are hilarious. We've been listening to you guys for about ten, fifteen minutes. He said, you know, what the heck? Let's call in. Let's see. Uh, you know what these guys are all about. They seem like they can give us some useful uh, some uh and useful just, just one oh. thing I wanted to let you guys know. Uh, Mike, he's being modest. He's actually uh, the head of our comedy club at Rutgers, and uh, he yeah. actually was able to fill out an entire lecture hall. He's in the business school, so we have some really big, really, oh, really wow, big yeah. uh, lecture halls, and he Very filled easy. it out. And it was unbelievable. Like, he had Magic. the atmosphere going. Wow, Magic. congratulations. <laughs> what? Um, he's he's so, he's, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike, how how old uh, how how young a fellow are you, may I ask? So uh, I'm 24. Um, you know, I'm actually uh, you know I've actually been in college for a little bit longer than the average person. You know, I got in some trouble early on. You know, got into a fight with you know my ex girlfriend, punched a hole in the wall type <clears> thing. So um, you know, I uh, I'm a bit older, so. Okay, yeah. well, I once kicked a, kicked a hole in a wall, so we've all been there at some point. Um, yeah. Do you have yeah. uh, you have any any shows coming up, Mike? You want to plug or uh, anything like oh, that? Oh, he's got a couple of shows coming up on different campuses. Uh, you know, I like to be his uh, uh, agent of some sort. So he's he's a really modest guy, as you guys know. They tell he's up and coming and everything. Uh, he he's actually going to be at one of the comedy clubs. We've seen uh, uh, at Rutgers uh, on our campus. We had, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Rutgers. It's a big school. It's four campuses within one. Uh, you guys familiar with it? Sure. Yeah, in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a state university, so we're real proud of it. Uh, he His comedic style, and, and the main thing, he's a little shy, so uh, Mike, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're trying to focus your style more so on towards that Kevin Hart personality type. Uh, you know, that eccentric live, like, you know, I, I'm with you guys. I, I, I'm trying to, you know, type up the crowd type of personality as opposed to, like, you know, more so the story type thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, you know, right on the head, Jerry. Um, you know, I'm actually in the process of, um, you know, writing, you know, my new template. Every comedian has a template that they use, and then, you know, they tweak it based on the audience. And uh, so it's oh. – um, I, I I do want to plug the sh- I I wouldn't I wouldn't mind plugging the show I don't have the exact details yet. Sure. So how frequently do you guys do these shows? Maybe I can jump on you know a later date once I have more information. Yeah. Why yeah, don't that- we? Um. I tell you what. So so um. Jerry uh, or Mike, why don't one of you guys or both of you uh, uh send an email along? It's just uh, Ryan at blazingryradio.com. 
and we can get yeah, a, uh, an interview scheduled. Yeah. Like, cool. Perfect. 100%. Uh, yeah, we can do yeah, yeah. it me, more on, officially. Let me just uh, write that down real quick. What's the email? So Jerry, sure. get that, Jerry, get that down so we can send the email. Um, do you guys do this, like, weekly? We try to, um, but um, my, my, my cohort over here, he gets tired sometimes, and so sometimes you like to go what, every, bi-weekly. It's usually every two weeks yeah, or so. Yeah, major care. Yeah, yeah, uh, so, yeah. So, can you guys give us <laughs> yeah. a little rundown of your background? Like, I just, I would love to hear more about your background because, you know, obviously, you know, you guys know our background. I'd love to hear more about your background. Yeah, no one gets. Uh, yep. John Weeks, why don't you field that question? Sure, sure. You know, you know we've been doing the show for, uh, and you know, Ryan and I were just hometown friends from uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and we've been doing the show for. On and off, oh, six years. He, he, he did the show way before that, and the show went through many different kinds of incarnations. Where now it's basically just like an uh, ad lib where we're just freestyling and talking, and we got our buddy on, you know, Tom Fogarty every once in a while, uh, or every show really. But before we were doing interviews, we were doing a lot of other different things. So, um, you know, we really don't have backgrounds in, in comedy. Ryan has more of a background in, in, in kind of like show business and uh, entertainment and. Uh, but, you know, it's just really Care. two people yeah. talking, having a good time, and building up like a fan base over time. So that's really what we've been doing. It's very um, free flowing and, you know, just fun, having fun. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you guys don't mind, I, I wouldn't mind doing a sample of, you know, one of my sets, uh, if, that's, if that's okay with you. Yeah, oh, I mean, if you're not worried, if you, if you're not worried about someone uh, swiping it, no, I don't mind. Hey, no, no, we, we, we like to consider ourselves uh, open source comedians. It's a, you know, it's a, you know, uh, information world right now, and there's certain things you just can't stop. Uh, and, and so we, we like to think of it as we're, we're trying to do this for the good of the community, you know. And you know, this type of show, show business, it, it's fair to say it, it, it's not what it used to be. You know, when you know we had legends, right. uh, you know, out on, you know on stage every night and you know crowning these crowds. So uh, go ahead, man. You you're the man, Mike. Go ahead, Versi. I call him Versi. Yeah, so uh, like you said, my community name is, is Versi. Some people call me Versaloni, uh, but you guys can call me Mike. Anyway, so uh, one, of the, one of the stories I usually open up with is, you know, that aforementioned uh, ex-girlfriend of mine. Uh, now, I'm still working on this story, but mm-hmm. um, I'll, uh, I'll just give you guys sort of the bare bones of it. So, um, sure. so the story goes, you know, my, it was my first date with this, with uh, you know, with this girl, her name is Lisel, and um, <laughs> I just read my, I uh, see, I'm just laughing, I'm just thinking about it. It's that it's, it's funny, but um, I've gotten a lot of great laughs. <laughs> oh man, this is a good. One. Sorry, sorry, I gotta compose myself. Composure is one of the things I'm still working on. Anyway, <laughs> I'm cracking up right now, Mike. I'm cracking up. He can't all right, all right. So here's the story. So it was the first date, me, you know, me and Lisel, you know, we went out to a nice dinner, Italian restaurant, she ordered the chicken parm, I got the lasagna, whatever. <laughs> oh, man, and it gets better after that. So we're sitting there talking, she's telling me about herself. I said, you know what would be a good idea? And then I stood up on the table and took a big, fat shit all over her face. I just <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, man. See, that's the, that's the one that kind of shocks the crowd, it gets them going, but... Uh, that's the story I usually open up, and, uh, and everyone's just looking around like, what is this guy talking about? So, uh, yeah. 
good icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, good icebreaker. Yeah. Now, did you really? Yeah, and then you know, I usually in, go into in my your routine after girl's face. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Did did, did you really uh, shit in public like that? <laughs> no, of course not. But you know, it's just <laughs> of course not. So it's funny you mentioned that because when we do um, you know shows together, Ajit and I, we uh, you know, I actually um, I tell him to ask me that. I'm like, did you actually do that? And uh, you know, so it's it's actually kind of funny you mentioned that. Played right along into it. Well, we actually Excellent. when we were in Excellent. college at at Syracuse University, my friend Nick Lichtenberg, he's always a bit um, off, and he said to us one night. I have half a mind to take a shit on this table. And he, he expected us to not want him to do that, but we all were like, do it. Oh, my God. And we all, like, we wound up offering him, like, $180 or something. And he was actually considering it. And he was like, I don't want to have to get all naked. And, and we were in the food court at Syracuse. I don't have to get all naked and stuff. And I'm, I'm like, what do you mean naked? You just have to drop your pants. He said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all out. And uh, he was really considering it. And then he turns to this guy behind us who's having dinner with his girlfriend. And he says, hey, you think I should take a shit on this table? And the guy looks at him like he's completely insane and says, no. <laughs> and then Nick turns back to us and says, see? That's a good one. Yeah. So oh, happens uh, more. That's pretty uh, crazy. Crazy. What do you think? Oh, no problem. I heard the end of I heard the end of Versi's delivery. You know, he gave you the shit story, as I like to call it. Yes. 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 Good icebreaker. Yep, he just straight up defecated all over her face. Just all over it. <laughs> uh, so we, we do have to run, guys, but thank you for calling in. You, do you have the email address? Yeah, we do. Your show fucking sucks. Garbage. No one listens to this bullshit. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hello? Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Penis. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know god. what the fuck. What? I don't know what the hell any of that was. I don't even. I don't even want to want to know. I mean, but it was great. I guess it worked well. It worked well in the show. <laughs> I mean, I'm confused. Did they? So was the the last thing when he said, I mean, don't get me wrong. The show is garbage and does suck. But was that like them making a joke or were were they, or was the rest of it the joke? And then the serious part was that we sucked. I think the, the, all of it was a joke until the last part that we sucked. But I thought that was actually the funniest part. Everything else was not really (laughs) quite funny. (laughs) I actually I think, think that's that... quite a compliment. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's like uh, yeah, you know, it's like Andy Kaufman just goes on, or Gilbert Gottfried gets. You know, the worse it gets, the more he pushes it. Um, but I, the only person I can think of who that could have been was maybe it sounded a little like my friend Mike Torito, who's a uh, who's a big Trump Trump guy. So uh, I don't know. Is it really? Is it? That was Mike first alone, so it might have been Mike Torito. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You talk about records, but it didn't. I don't know. It, it sounded very strange. So, so you don't know who that was. You don't know if that was a setup. That wasn't a setup, right? That wasn't something you. <laughs> it seems. It, it seems so like a guy. I don't know what to make of it. 
I don't either. It's, I mean, I had that thought all along that maybe this is somebody I know who's, you know, calling in and, and uh, Fucking around. Uh, pranking us. But, but it also didn't really sound no. – it sounded a little like Torito, but not really that much. Um, the shit story, uh, I mean, that's, that's what you're going to go with, you know, to, to debut your act on the radio. I, I, I don't know, bro, but I'm – I'm very tense right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it, I, I think it's amazing. I think it definitely works into the show well, and actually it made our show suck even more. So I appreciate what he did. <laughs> he did a phenomenal job. Um, thank you so much. I, w- I want you to call in again. And, uh, you know, definitely, you know, we had at least two, two, two listeners tonight, so that's good. <laughs> I don't even know what, how they <laughs> – I don't even know how they knew we were on. Anyway, um, I I can think of no better way of ending the show than uh, than and going back in time and ending it 20 minutes ago. Uh, saying, uh, hit the brakes, Florence. And why did they wait till the end? They waited until we were like about to be done. To, I just don't understand. Um, hit the brakes, Florence. Uh, 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 what do, what else do I say? Oh, if if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. And um, there was this one time we I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I was at a play, and uh, Rip Torn, you know the actor, his oh fuck, are you gone now? No, I'm here. Wait. I'm here. Unmute me. I'm, I'm here. Unmute oh, me. Okay. Unmute there me. you are. Okay. There. How did how did I'm you here. get muted? Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> this show um, this show has been so weird today. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um <laughs> oh god. For, for once Fogarty was the part that made the most sense. <laughs> you are now in the queue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, one time I was at a play, and you know, Rip Torn. I was at his wife directed a show, and uh, his new wife, because his old wife is long gone, unfortunately. And um, there was a cast party afterwards. And Rip, he he has a tendency to think the cops are after him, and he was very drunk, <laughs> and he went around arm wrestling everyone at the party. But then it gets to me, and um, but I had the grip and I beat him. I beat him. And then he goes, he says, somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? You're going to bring her out on a nice night in the town. You're going to get some dinner. You're going to get the lasagna. She's going to get the chicken parm. You're going to go to a comedy club. You're going to hear this guy. He's a brand new comedian. His first joke is up. Uh, taking this shit on the table, and you're going to realize this guy's awful, and you're going to go back home and shoot yourself in the head. <laughs> Don't do that. this show fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, Tommy boy. Good night, we Good night, everybody. <laughs>